Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Mortgage Talk with John Muhammad. I have one of my key partners in this whole process with me, Mr. Marcus Higiabor of uh, Insurance Access. Marcus, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Well, thanks for having me, man. Thank yes. you very much, brother. I am excited to have you. You play such an important role in this process. I don't think that I can do what I do without your partnership. And so it's appreciated. And I want folks who watch this video to understand the importance of uh, homeowners insurance and um, you know being properly covered. So. But I want to hear, I would like you to tell uh, my listeners about who you are. And i just seen you grow over the last few years, man, so much. You're doing everything. So I want to hear about that. Well, you know, I, I appreciate that. And thank you. And, I, and I'm grateful to align myself and work with you, sir. You're, you're definitely one of the top uh, lenders, loan officers in this business. And, you know, I've watched you grow as well, yeah. you know, as we and, and a, a lot of that growth has been due to you. So I want to just say thank you very much. Yes, you know, sir. You've... Uh, opened up an opportunity for me to exercise our, our uh, expertise in the insurance business and help you and serve. And that kind of opened up some doors for me. So I want to say thank you Excellent. very much yes, for sure. You're that's what it's the, all about. That's, that's what exactly it's what it's all about. But uh, <clears throat> I got my start in the in the insurance business about almost 18 years ago. Okay. Yeah, so uh, tried to find my niche. And uh, when I got my first home, I realized that I had no information on how to protect myself. Uh -huh. You know, anything that you could think of happened in that circumstance. It was a foreclosure home, and I realized that, you know, the opportunity to understand insurance is very valuable because I had a leaky roof, uh, plumbing issues, things that I just couldn't mitigate, and I didn't have the financial resources to take care of them. But whenever I decided to, hey, look, do something about it. I got really intrigued. I'm all about solving problems. Yes. So I got intrigued by the insurance field because I was like, okay, insurance can mitigate a lot of these issues that I'm having. And your home, as you know, is the most intimate space that you'll go every day. So at that point, I was like, you know what? If I'm having these issues, I know <laughs> all of my yeah. friends and family yes. are, yes. are, are experiencing, experiencing the same thing. So at that point, I just decided to become a professional. I, I got serious about it, and that's when my career started. All right, yeah, and I know um, you have a PN, you know, to do homeowners, you gotta have, and car insurance, you gotta have PNC. Yeah. But you've taken it well beyond that. What are some of the other things that you got going right now? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So insurance embodies so many different other products. Uh, I'm also a life insurance agent. I'm a financial advisor. Uh, Pretty much it, it's the synonymous term is investment advisor. So I was, you know, happy to get all of my investment licenses, my series 65. And what that does is give me an opportunity to protect myself financially and teach others how to protect themselves as well. Yeah. So. Well, that's that's one of the things that I think um, we provide to people is not just I, I had a conversation recently uh, with a client and he goes, why should I choose you over this online lender? And I said to him, I said, because I'm in it for the long run. Absolutely. I'm not looking at you as a transaction. I'm looking at you as a friend. I'm looking at you as someone I want to come uh, to my annual events. Yeah. I want you to refer friends and family to me, right? So it's important that we provide service. And that's one of the things that I like uh, about working with you is that you can do some things outside of just 
the homeowner's insurance. Right, right. So uh, yeah. that's good stuff. Um, yeah. We'll talk a bit about um, the role you play. So, you know, when someone, when I get um, a applicant in, a lot of times, I mean, the folks that I serve and help, they, you know, debt ratio might be tight, as you know, interest yeah. rates are high. So, you know, sometimes we've got to, we got to be creative, right. but without going um, or putting someone in harm, right, of not protecting their home. So I want you to speak a little bit about what you guys do, because it's not just markets, right? You have a team of, of people who support you and, and, and get things done. So I want to want to know a little bit about how you guys go about uh, assessing uh, the right policy for people. Right. Well, teamwork makes the dream work, as you know. And it's all about information and education. And it, it is a relationship. It's not transactional. So um, the more you know, the better prepared that you are. So with that said, of course, there's debt to income ratio issues, meaning that uh, the, the insurance policy has to fit within the mortgage payment comfortably for their mortgage payment that you discussed with them. And that's what debt to income ratio kind of means, just for those viewers who don't understand what that means. So a lot of times I kind of reiterate the buying process with the client. I let them know, hey, do you understand that insurance is not an outside payment that it's included in your mortgage? A lot of times they, they forget it because I know mm -hmm. you inform them, you walk yeah. them through the process. And it's good to kind of have that reiterated because they're going through so much in a, in a home buying process. Mm -hmm. So we let them know that and we let them know, hey, look, in order to get you closed at a certain time frame, uh, we have to get your, your insurance policy to a certain percentage, variance. That may not give you the coverage that we need for this particular property, but we're going to go back and review it. So it's not cookie cutter. Every house yeah. is different, man. Yeah. Like you, you got to look at it that way. So I started off as an Allstate insurance agent. I was doing very well, but I realized that I needed the variety of products because in insurance, you have what's called an appetite. People are like, why are my rates going up? That means that your home or your your policy is no longer within the appetite of that particular insurance uh -huh. company. So that we got to get you somewhere else. So that's when I became a broker. I was like, I need more options. So I, I became to, I, I started to get an opportunity to have uh, access to over a hundred different insurance companies. So with that said, I'm not going to miss the mark. There's a, a policy for everyone. There's a policy for every house. There's a policy for every person. And with that said, I train my team and I teach them how to articulate the information, the education based on what's going on within the home buying process. And we want to stay connected because after they work with you, if anything happens to this house, we want to let you know that, hey, we're a resource to you too. Yes. You know, we're not just getting you in a policy. We want to make sure that you have that peace of mind that if something happens, you have a resource that you can reach out to that you got familiar with at the process. And we stay in contact with you. Like I said, these policies will outgrow the appetite of that particular client. So as we reshop you, when those renewals come up, we'll let you know, hey, look, <clears throat> we're no longer gonna keep you with nationwide insurance. Progressive seems to have a better rate for you because you're within their appetite. That's yes. like an insurance term. Okay, yeah, that, that's, that's good to know. And I know you do that and you're my uh, insurance agent. So, um, um, you know, to shop my rates. And I just got a new mortgage servicer too, and I know that comes into play. I gotta Absolutely. make sure you know about that. But, but um, you know, being able to look over someone's situation and keep them with the best policies and things like that is so important. Um, talk to us a little bit about additional coverages. Most of the time, people are just like, let me just get the lowest policy. But is it important to have 
wind damage and some of these other add-ons. What do what do you what do you think about folks? You know, most mainly the people that I serve and help are in DFW. Absolutely, and in DFW we have the highest variance of hail. So North Texas, it's gonna it's gonna hail the most. So the most impactful criteria to anyone's home is gonna be their roof. So wind and hail is a particular sector of an insurance policy. So a five-year roof in North Texas is more like a 10-year roof somewhere else. Wow. Because it hails so much in Texas. So like I said, these policies aren't cookie cutter. We look at the policy, we look at the property, we assess the property, we ask the client some certain questions that gives us an idea insight on what coverage that we need to add because it's not the fact that we just want to load your policy up with coverages that you that you don't need we want to be meticulous on what we do to protect you properly for example it's hot in texas <laughs> in north texas in the summer it gets up to triple digits for a, an extended amount of time so with that said i know that your ac unit is going to run overtime it's going to overexert itself throughout those temperatures. So I ask, hey, had, had you had your AC unit replaced? That's one of the largest in-home appliances, largest expenses for an in-home appliance. That typically may run about $10,000 per unit. These units aren't covered unless you add that. In 2016, uh -huh. yeah, 2016, the industry went to a new environmentally friendly unit. So if you hadn't had your unit replaced, before 2016, or if you hadn't purchased, if you purchased that home and the previous homeowner hadn't had the unit replaced prior to 2016, your home still has the old manufactured unit and they're no longer manufacturing those anymore. So I don't want you to get into a circumstance to when that unit goes out in the dead of summer, because it's a probability of it that you have a $10,000 bill and you're looking at me as your insurance agent saying, hey, you didn't protect me properly. I'm gonna let you know that this is what's going on. We're gonna add this coverage to it. And it's only about $20 additional per month. And that'll save you $10,000. I've seen people get into homes two weeks after closing, their AC unit goes out. Mm -hmm. Thank God we've had that coverage on there. Yeah. Well, and we got them a check. I gotta say, um, and that's what I love about these conversations is I'm kicking myself in the butt right now because yeah. I had air conditioning issues this summer and I used my home warranty. I okay. didn't use the I didn't call you and tell you that, but we okay. had to have work. Yeah, but it cost me a lot of money, man, because it took them 45 days to fix the air conditioning, two units. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so that's good to know. Uh, yeah. It is good to know that. And and uh, certainly I need to to look into that as well. Um, also, so you mentioned hail. Is that covered under a general policy? It is, it is. You have two deductibles typically on a homeowner's insurance policy. You have your wind and hail, that's predicated normally towards your roof. And you have your all other perils. Now in the insurance world, a peril, that, that definition is a cause of loss. My house burned down due to the peril of fire. My house flooded due to the peril of rainwater or something like that. So. You have those two deductibles. Your wind and hail typically is predicated on a percentage value. So have you, you remember the term, hey, I, I need a 1% deductible or yes. 2% deductible? Mm -hmm. That wind and hail, which is, that's what it's described as, windstorm and hailstorm. If they're talking about a 1% or 2% deductible, that percentage is based on the value of your home. So if you have a $300,000 house 
and you have a 1% deductible, that's a $3,000 deductible, right? And I'll tell clients, hey, the lower your deductible, the higher your payment. Mm -hmm. The higher your deductible, the lower your payment. Now, if you have a 2% deductible, that deductible is $6,000. So any event that you have a claim on your roof, your deductible payment that's due is $6,000 versus $3,000. Mm -hmm. So I say, hey, look, based on what I know about your roof, if, if it's a newer roof or an older roof, yeah, we can save a little bit of money if your roof is two years because we don't plan on replacing that, so let's do a 2% deductible right now. Okay. Okay, but if it's about eight to 10 years and people are like, okay, the inspector said that the, the roof is good, I know in Texas, that in North Texas, that it hails so much and you may wanna get a 1% deductible so we can get that roof replaced and then we can lower your insurance with a new pop, new roof discount at that point the very next year because at that point, once something happens, it's not if it happens, it's when it happens, mm -hmm. you're gonna pay now or you're gonna pay later, major later. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's, uh, that's, that's good stuff. Um, talk about like older homes versus newer homes because I know we do, like new construction, I'm like $80 a month, right? Yeah, or yeah. whatever, it's generally very low. And then I see other homes that you think policies would be um, not as expensive, but they turn out to be very expensive just because of the location or the age of right. that. What, what roles do those things play? Well, with an older home, you, you have the probability of things uh, happening. Basically, the probability of loss is, loss is a lot higher with an older home because it's an older home. So. Uh, with a newer home, everything is is brand new, so the probability of loss is is very low. So that's what the insurance companies look at. They say, okay, this house was just built. The probability of us replacing this roof or replacing anything in this home is really slim. So we're going to give you the best rate. An older home, we realize that you know there's issues that that haven't been addressed unless they're actually updated, typically when you have major repairs, they're done through an insurance policy. And once those major repairs are complete, that insurance policy, those repairs are reflect those repairs are reflected within your clue report. That's like your car facts for homes. Okay. So I can look at your clue report and say, okay, look, you had a new roof in twenty twelve, you got some plumbing issues repaired in, you know, the previous homeowner, and I can look at everything and I can add that to the underwriting report and say, hey, look, Let's get a better rate because I'm looking in the clue report and these repairs were already completed. So now they're updated, we're updated, because some homes, you know, they need, to, they need to be updated due to code inspection. So if you have a house in the 50s and it hasn't been touched at all, it needs to be updated in so many fashions that, you know, if, the code, if it's not up to code at that point, it's a major liability. So insurance companies are gonna say, hey, we're gonna, increase the price and people are looking at, well, it's not a big house. This, you know, the size of the house isn't big. It's, it's, it's a very decent sized house. Why is it so high? Well, the claims history could be a factor. Um, so the, the claims that the previous homeowner made can affect the new homeowner's rates. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Because what happens is so many different variables that go on with, with an insurance rate. Uh, how many claims are being how many claims are happening within that area within that zip code that that adds to the variance of the cost uh, your personal history your personal credit history is a big issue do you pay your bills on time so all of that factors into the cost of insurance 
So um, like I said, an older home uh, has to be updated through uh, the underwriting system. And then we look at that. We, I train our professionals to look at that and say, okay, well, there's been some updates. Let's update it in the system. Let's get this rate down to reason. If there hasn't been any updates, we have to explain that to the client. Hey, look, let's add these certain coverages to the home. These issues are going to happen. Let's get prepared to make a claim so that we can mitigate these issues so we can get a better insurance rate in the future. So we, it's a relationship. It's not transactional. Gotcha. So bundling. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Always, you know, we hear it. We see it on TV. Bundling, yeah. right? Like, does that really help lower the, the, the cost of homeowners insurance? Absolutely. Absolutely. So homeowners get a better opportunity because the insurance actuaries deem you as a better risk. So you, you went through the home buying process. You've gotten your credit score. You're taking a risk in getting a, getting a home loan. Uh, most people who get home loans or they have more stability within their lives. So if you already have an auto insurance policy, you're going to get a lower rate. In bundling, when I talk to, to people, they think it's a misnomer. They're thinking they're paying it all at, at one time. Okay, so I'm paying my auto insurance and my homeowner's insurance at one time at, at, at exact same? No, you're not. It's just a line of discount. So the auto insurance policy that you currently have will reshop that and we can get that up to 40 to 30%, 30 to 40% lower based on adding the line that you are now a homeowner. So that'll bring down your rate. Wow. And it'll also bring down your rate of your homeowner's policy because collectively they're recognizing each other on a, on a balance sheet. That's, that's good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm going to open it up for you. I got okay. so many questions for you yeah. because this is so important. Um, I want to talk about uh, sometimes like if I make a decision as a buyer to get into a policy, I'm, I'm, I'm risky right now and I want to go with a 5% deductible. But, you know, six months later, I'm a little worried. Right. And yeah. I want to change my policy. Can someone change their homeowner's policy? after they've committed to, say, a year's contract? Absolutely. You can always change your homeowner's insurance policy. It's not a lock-in rate, necessarily. Uh, a lot of people, it, it's just to structure the contract. So they're going to be annual terms, but you can always mitigate and change your homeowner's insurance policy. So you can cancel it at any, at any time. Uh, there's a process to doing it if you have a home loan, uh, so you definitely would like to talk to your agent. But you can definitely change uh, your deductible. Some companies may not allow you to uh, within a certain time frame, but you got to talk with your agent because every company is different. Remember, every company has a different appetite for, the, for a client. Every company has a different appetite for their home. Some companies may not want to insure certain homes. So when I look at an older home or a newer home or a, or a mansion or what have you, I know what company to get that particular home with to get the best coverage and, and cost. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, I, I think that's important. Um, and they can come right back to you or their agent. It doesn't, doesn't mean that I can't go with the same uh, insurance provider yeah. that I've been working with, right, because I want to make changes. I, I think that's important. And sometimes you do need to make changes to, right. to the policy. Um, so, you know, also... Um, you know, I, I think about Marcus, one of the reasons why I really like working with Insurance Access is that um, you guys are efficient and you would not believe like the insurance, we can't close a loan if the insurance is not 
binded. If it's not, or if I send someone through underwriting um, and they've yet to make a decision on homeowners insurance and we get it back and it's really high or it doesn't work, now we've, our approval is shot. And I, you know, just um, uh, appreciate you guys being available um, to, to get us what the information that we need. And so I, you know, I want to stress the importance of like, when you go into contract for a house, it's important to immediately start shopping homeowners insurance. Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and with that said, uh, we care. We care. It, it's just not uh, a transactional thing. I actually have a, a passion about it. Individuals that are in our office, we have a passion about protecting our homeowners. We have a passion about investing in, in a home. We have a passion about all of that. We we learn about our business in full, not just the insurance portion. We understand the importance that, that goes into getting into your home and the anxiety that a lot of the clients have. And, you know, we want to make that process as smooth as possible. And, and efficiency is everything. You know, timing is everything. I know uh, you work really hard on your file and you're depending on, on us in some, so many aspects. And we're depending on you in a lot of yeah. different aspects as well. Yeah. And we appreciate working with your clients. They're always amazing. They speak extremely highly of you. So uh, we want to just make sure that we in, we reinforce that that high level of professionalism and expectation. Excellent, excellent. Do you recommend um, a term policy, life insurance, you'd mentioned that, yeah. um, to protect a homeowner with loss of life or income or whatnot? Is it your, your recommendation that someone should have some type of a term policy? Or what do you think help someone in, uh, that becomes a homeowner protect themselves for future losses in that way. Absolutely. I certainly think that every homeowner should have an insurance policy to protect them in the event that they get their wings early. Uh, the name of that policy typically is referred to as a mortgage protection policy. And ultimately, it provides that liquid cash to your beneficiaries in the event that something happens to you over time. Now, term policies, uh, believe it or not, 95% of all people who have term policies actually outlive their policies. So it's specific for a certain objective like being a homeowner. And with that said, I've talked to a lot, a lot of clients and they're like, okay, if I'm putting all this money into this term policy, I'm not getting it back, you know? And at the end of the policy, I'm just like, okay, well, well, we have other policies that, that exercise that certain term and they're called return on premium or cash back. So what the client does is they have a peace of mind that says, okay, well, I'm paying this term policy to protect myself in the event that the house that I pass away and I can leave this to my beneficiaries. But after, statistically, after I outlive my policy, because there's a 95% chance that I will, mm -hmm. I will be able to get all of the money that I put into that policy in the form of a check. So we kind of educate them there. Life insurance, there's so many other various products within that realm as well that education is the key. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's good. I, I mean, this is I'm being educated, right? Okay. And sure. I didn't know uh, that there was a specific policy for, um, for what you call it, home mortgage protection. Mortgage protection policy. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mortgage protection. Okay. Good. We got to talk about that. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> so, Let's do it. So yeah, man. Yeah. What you got for me, Marcus? Before we wrap it up, anything you'd like to talk to me about? Man, I look, I, you're the mortgage king. That's what I do know, like, you know, so I just wanna say, you know, before we started working together, you know, I've been 
you know, laying a solid foundation in my business and things like that. And at the pace that you're going at, I, I tell a lot of people within our office, I say, hey, John Muhammad, if I wouldn't have met him at that certain time frame, I wouldn't have been able to get to meet him because you're, you help so many people and, you know, time is of the essence. And I can tell how, how diligent you are in the home buying process and how committed you are in the team that you've built and those professionals. I'm just honored to be able to work with you. You know, and Appreciate I that. think yep. that things align themselves perfectly through life. And I believe that we're going to go on further to bless a ton of people in yeah. this home pro buying process. And it's leaving legacy. Buy, buy property. Don't yes. wait to buy real estate. Yeah. Buy real estate, then wait. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I um, uh, would say that, you know, this is it's so important that people understand what they're doing, not only by utilizing us right yes. they're helping us to grow to be able to help others right. and to help the folks that work with us um, you know we're essentially business owners right and yeah. it's important to support uh, good people so Marcus I want to I want to end on on what I do with all my guests I want to know what does Marcus do to wind down to have fun what, what what's your your Dallas guy born yeah. and bred in Dallas what, what do you like to do uh, in your downtime I like to watch sports, man. I'm a big sports fanatic. In person or on TV? I like to be at the game. I know. I'm a Cowboys I think, fan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. And when it comes to any sport, typically football, Cowboys fan, Dallas Dallas Mavericks fan, boxing, I'm a huge boxing yes. fan. So yes. it doesn't matter where that where a good fight is, I'm going to go show up and catch it. Uh, good food. You know, Dallas is expanding. It's Whenever I grew up in Dallas, when I, it was a smaller city, smaller mindset. Now there's so many different transplants like yourself yeah. coming from St. Louis and everything, bringing opportunity here, really. So I'm just grateful to see all of the growth in the city, and it's provided a lot of different type of entertainment. I'm a laid-back guy typically, but uh, whenever I, I like to step out, I like to eat good, and I like to watch some sports. So this sport. yeah, 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 we got a chance to enjoy a fight together at AT&T exactly, Stadium. Exactly. That yeah. was that was pretty cool. I love yeah. doing stuff like that too. Yeah. So, recommendations on restaurants, places to eat. What would you, you tell the audience? Okay, well, my office is right downtown Dallas and we have a parking garage right across the street from a restaurant called True Kitchen. True Kitchen and Cocktails. It's an amazing place, great food, you know, Comfort Southern cooking, so I, I like that type of food. I like the ambiance, and I would tell people to show up and see what it's about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, you gotta let me know what day I need to come down. Want to come down? Oh, yeah. Bring the wife. We'll come down and hang out. I haven't been there. I've heard a lot about it, but just haven't had a chance to go. Oh yeah. Marcus, thank you for your time, man. I appreciate it. Thank, you, thank sir. you so much. For All right. Me. Yeah. Thank you.